on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy Soul Sunday, my little crystals. It's a great day to be alive. We were walking, we were talking, we were breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. Let's dive right into it. Soul Sunday is all about the soul. This week, I've been moving into my own place, as you all know. And the transition been up and down. I've been having emotional days. I've been having really exciting days. And I think it's just part of a transition. It's part of a move and shedding of the skin. And I'm really looking forward to Monday in this upcoming week to get back to the animals and get back to humping and dumping Wednesdays and no makeup Thursdays. So get motherfucking ready. But today I thought we'd go into the good life. The good life is a conscious life. Do you just look at a situation or do you actually see it? Really diving in to say, what do I see? What does this mean? What can I do with this information? How are you choosing your course of action? Is it right off the rip from your emotion? Are you actually really sitting with it to reflect on it? and then choose your course of action. A big part of living a conscious life is putting things in perspective. But T.E., how do we put it in perspective? Bitch, you write about your days. Writing about your days is a great thinking tool. It's free. And I don't recommend blogging. Yes, blogging is fun. Yes, it is great to give thought and feedback to a community. But when it comes to a conscious life for yourself and having a good life, get a diary, get a journal to start writing out every single day, even if it's the smallest thing, to start really putting things into a different perspective. This chapter is about you getting to know you from everything that you encountered, even from the people and places and things that you've been involved with. It's time to get to know her. It's time to get to know him. Disconnect from your phone three hours a day. That's a great start. We want to take away any toxic worries. That's why TE is a huge fan of ECF, Energy Connection and Frequency. It's a form of meditation so that you can really remove these toxic worries and bring yourself into calm, into a peaceful state of mind, which is so elusive nowadays. We don't have that. A lot of people are running with their heads cut off thinking that they have to do more and more and more. Stop! And take a knee like Hercules did. Hercules, I love the story of Hercules. Hercules is a half god, half mortal. So he's son of Zeus and Zeus knocked up a human. Meanwhile, he's a hoe. Zeus had a wife. Hera and Hera was not okay with knowing that Zeus has a secret baby with another woman and especially that this woman is not a god she's human she did not want that so what did she do she released the snake she released all this crazy shit and at age 12 Hercules conquered it all 
His dad then put him through more lessons and through his childhood, these labors, he started to gain immortal fame. Everyone loved Hercules, but not for his strength. He actually passed on the knowledge of reflection and willpower. One day in the garden, he took a knee, and while taking a knee, asking, contemplating, aka he was reflecting on what to do about a situation, two women appeared, and they both had different demeanors. One was very sweet, very patient. The other one was more mysterious, more outspoken, a rule breaker, and she came up to Hercules and said, follow me, follow me, Hercules. You won't have to work a day in your life. There'll be no cares. You have to worry about no sacrifices. You already have it all. You have the fame now. You don't have to worry about getting killed. Now just come live with me. Come do, come, let's get everything that you ever wanted to as far as engaged in your sensuals, in your, in your senses. I will fulfill all of this and more, Hercules. And Hercules is like, wow, this seems like a pretty good deal. Like, I already lived my life. I did everything I needed to. Mind you, he's 12. And he's like, now I can just, you know, go have sex with this girl and eat and live in my money and do what I want to do. And I never have to worry about anybody else ever again. He then asked her, he said, well, what's your name? And the woman turned and said, friends call me happy. Enemies call me pleasure. And at that exact same point, Virtue appears, the other woman, and Virtue starts to talk over pleasure, saying, those are empty promises, Hercules. Remember that abundance that is free comes with consequence. So there has to be something. This can't be free. And she talks about effort and how effort is really meaningful to living a purpose life. And even though it's going to be longer and harder, the reward is so much grander because you can share it with those that you love. And pleasure's jumping on virtue's neck saying, fuck that bitch, come with me, you don't need anybody else. But Hercules in that moment has that clarity and understanding that there is still more for him to do, even though he did accomplish a lot and there's seeming like he doesn't have to worry about anybody. He starts to understand that if he were to choose the quick and easy way, he'd be living a life alone. Hercules was demonstrating willpower, demonstrating the power of reflection. It's the prelude to good decisions. I have the chills just talking about it. And I don't even like to say good decision because I don't believe there's a good or bad. It's more of a positive or negative. And then doing and taking whatever that is and making it a positive. So if there is a positive situation coming to you, what can you do with that to make it more positive? If it's negative, sitting and reflecting and saying, wait a minute, what is this really trying to show me? And how do I want to move forward to make it a positive? Reflection is not just thinking. It is thinking made serious. It allows past experience to be 
used in a way to cope with today, what you're experiencing now. Review your past. Take stock of the present and build a better future. It depends on one thing only, and that is your willingness, your willingness to take a knee to reflect on your past. Don't dwell on your past unless you can learn from it. Don't look back to hurt yourself or anyone else. If you're doing that, you're not, that's not what the past is for. The past is only here to be used as a benefit. What mistakes did you make? Ask yourself those tough questions and stick around for the uncomfortable answers. Those are going to be the green lights on taking action and change of course within your life. I think of a simple topic of the success of health and the majority of those that don't believe diets work. And there's two probable causes here. That is the will and the time. And if you see others around you that are working and have a busy life, but are still exercising, it's because they, are, they have the will to make the time for it. I would pose this, did you really give the diet a real chance? More often than not, we're not good dieters. You start out with your diet, you're motivated, you got a new regimen, you're so excited. The first week, it goes amazing. You're starting to lose weight. And then what happens, little by little, You get back into your old eating habits, you blame the diet, and we're back at square one. What if you were to reflect? Will that help you? Yes. Because maybe the diet's not working because you haven't worked on yourself. Maybe it's you redirecting your thoughts. Why do I tend to overeat? Why why is my motivation so so shallow? Is it my self-worth? part of the problem. Reflection gives you time to really assess the situation to see where the root of the problem is. It's not the diet, Karen. It's your consistency and you not having confidence in thinking that you're worth health. But you are. You are worth it. You are worth health. You are worth this diet. You are worth staying committed to being consistent. We all learn from each other, but we have a big ego and we really want to try it ourselves. It's almost like that touch the hot pot and then it's hot. We all touch the pot, even though grandma told us not to. We still did it just to see what she was talking about. And then we were like, damn, she was fucking right. A smart man learns by his mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. That's from Confucius, if you want to know where I dropped that golden nugget. Confucius, thank you for that. That is strong. Learn from those around you. Don't put yourself through more turmoil. See what other people are mistaking, and then you can kind of start reflecting and saying, wait a minute, what happened to this person, this situation? Did envy get to them? Was it jealousy? Was it money? Was it anger? Was it being irrational and putting their self-importance over the collective? I'm not sure, but learn from them. You don't have to do the same mistake over and over again. Stop adding to 
the mistake pollution. There's so much mistake pollution. I'm cleaning it up. I'm cleaning everybody's cans and trash that they're polluting of mistakes. And it's time to make it right. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked it, please share this. I need to get this more out. We just hit 1,500 plays on the KIR station. And I can't thank you all enough. Please, please, please don't forget to rate this podcast. Rating it really pushes for more people to see who TE is and keeping it real. So it just means the most. I want to be international, baby. We just got our first Brazil listener. So Brazil, I see you. You can follow me at all social networks at Thomas Edward with two Ds because two is better than one. And my podcast Instagram is Keith, like Grinder Keith, keeping it real. And you can go check that out. Enjoy your day today and make it a great one.